it's weird. To, it's weird. What <laughs> Where? to be here? Yeah, okay. I live in I live in such solitude. <laughs> 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 it's been weird to interact with people in person at all. Uh, mm. Uh, hey guys, welcome to <laughs> what did you learn? <laughs> what a kickoff. Yeah, what a kickoff. <clears throat> <clears throat> hey guys, welcome to what did you learn with Luke and Monica and Rivers. Uh, I'm Monica Scott. Oh no, what is this? There we go. There. <laughs> Finally <laughs> worth the payoff. <laughs> what is this? Is this, this is... Scoff? music just like you imagined by nine inch nails so, okay yes so yeah. yes aka the song that amazing jonathan comes out to in his first <laughs> comeback show oh wow really? yes wow and the song from Zack snyder's 300 trailer no yes. oh wow what a what a, a dumb Tri- legacy uh, this song yeah. has what a triple threat nightmare this song is <laughs> Our, as, as our podcast, the third yeah, part of that triple threat uh-huh. nightmare. <laughs> yep. I, I don't know what I was thinking the third was. I guess just it being a nine inch nail. <laughs> <Yeah. song. laughs> we've we've uh, we've circled the triangle. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And your name? Oh, I'm always Luke. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, our our trusty pal Rivers Langley. Hello. <laughs> I'm here. He's here. We're I I'm here in person this time. That's why I don't that's why I'm not cutting out every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sweating on my balcony in one hundred and fifty degree heat. Oh yeah. I'm in your uh icy cold room. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> icy cold room. The newly air conditioned. Newly air conditioned. Got a uh a, a midsummer's night Yankee candle going in the in the old bathroom there. <laughs> oh wow, a really elegant time we're having. Yeah, open up <laughs> yeah. that bathroom door. Let's get some of that candle smell going in here. Mm, that's yeah. That's what I love to oh, hear. There it, the there it is. Let's open that bathroom the, door. The smell and the visual, you know, all of the important <laughs> things for a podcast. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. You yeah. Know? <laughs> so you guys can imagine the musk. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's a nice smell and i can see a huge american flag just hanging on the wall of Uh the bathroom so Mm -hmm. you guys can picture it yeah yeah um well the movie we watched was (laughs) the amazing jonathan documentary the untitled and then that is scratched out amazing jonathan documentary say it because i feel like that's decorative yeah <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, when you look it up it's not part of the title oh so you mean yeah. you mean the name of the film wasn't id4 <laughs> <laughs> right exactly okay. it was that was a decorative poster it, it was choice. independence day it wasn't yeah. okay it wasn't gotcha. id4 uh yeah amazing jonathan documentary it's on hulu i'm gonna say right now if you haven't watched it I recommend watching it. Set, yeah. set this some is, time aside. This is a. The, I, it feels. It's not quite the same, but it feels similar to Tickled. Yes. In yes. like yeah. you yeah, don't yeah. really want it spoiled. So yeah. Yeah. this is this is your parental advisory. That it's also like it. as you're watching it, you're gonna want to like Google things that they're talking about. Just watch it. Yeah. yeah. Google it after if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. But just watch it because that like you want to like live with the reveals within the documentary. Yeah, because it's a fucking. It's a ride. Experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's a goddamn ride. It's crazy. I felt so many, like very strong feelings during that two yeah. hours. <laughs> what What was y'all's experience prior to this with the amazing Jonathan? 
Did you did you guys know who he was and see him on yeah, TV and shit? I remember watching his Comedy Central half hour and thinking he was hilarious. I think thought it was the greatest. Yeah, thing I I'd remember thinking it was like the best thing. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, I was this thirteen is thirteen or whatever. This is the best comedy. Yeah, yeah I remember <laughs> watching Lounge Lizards, which they showed. Oh footage fuck! Of. Yeah, very underrated. Uh, yeah, mid uh, mid mid nineties uh, Comedy Central. Yeah, I I re- yeah, but I I don't I don't think I ever thought about him again. Oh, you know really? what I mean? Like he didn't. It didn't have yeah. a profound. I was watching it with, um, with Alex, and he had he w- he was like, first of all, Alex knows how to do a lot of magic tricks, so <laughs> <laughs> like really well. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he like cares. You still haven't been able to find your nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he took it on our first date, and I've been looking ever since. <laughs> uh, no, he. Um, but so he was like a lot more we watched it together and he was like a lot more invested in him yeah sure um and i was like yeah i mean i kind of remember like i remember seeing the lounge lizards thing i remember seeing maybe premium blend or something yeah or, like mm-hmm. i've seen him on i never saw his half hour but i saw like the um showcase like the, the 15 minutes yeah yeah because i think that was similar because i saw the half hour committed the name to memory i was yeah. like amazing jonathan this yeah. is my favorite thing and i think i saw all those too and i remember like at the beginning of yeah like premium blend or whichever it was they would like announce like tonight greg yeah, geraldo yeah. blah 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 blah. yeah the amazing jonathan i'd be like fuck yeah and i'd sit down and watch it because he was he was the shit like yeah he was mm-hmm. insane <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the, the god it's all of the uh those jokes about doing a lot of coke on tv <laughs> <laughs> it's all jokes about coke felt <laughs> shocking yeah like i was like this was on tv in the late 80s early 90s yeah i think he maybe could have could got get away with it just because he was so clearly talented mm-hmm. that most people just assume that like oh if you're like actually a good magician there's no way you're a huge junkie so it's obviously just jokes yeah yeah Yeah, which really takes me to the first spoiler uh holy shit because because this was like the moment that alex was like oh no (laughs) oh yeah i'm not gonna like this movie oh yeah Uh, Yeah, this is going to this movie's gonna hurt a man i who like because he was like this was a foundational special for me sure and i was like oh boy i've seen the trailer of this movie and i don't know if you should watch it Uh, (laughs) i saw the billboard so when we said we were gonna watch the amazing jonathan documentary i was like oh cool a documentary i love that guy yeah and then i'm driving down sunset and they have a huge uh, a huge billboard up for it that says like magic meth mayhem and i was like what? what the fuck is this movie? <laughs> yeah, I watched the trailer and it's like it, it 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 the trailer focuses a lot on like the lies. Yeah. And yeah. the sort of like lies in the story and like this weird adversarial relationship between the director <laughs> of the documentary and Jonathan. But yeah. so there's none there's no meth stuff in there, but for spoiler, he does meth on screen in the first like ten minutes <laughs> yeah. of the movie. Yeah, like immediately. Uh and it and so confidently and then like and then also but expresses immediate kind of remorse in a phone call later where he's like, Yeah, uh, hey, maybe don't show <laughs> that. My, my manager says you yeah. shouldn't show that. Oh, good. He or just still... like show it, but black it out. Yeah, yeah, he still was like, I don't care, but yeah. I guess my manager thinks it's illegal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the law, <laughs> the law says I can't smoke meth in a documentary. But mm-hmm. wow, what a twist! 
I mean, goddamn, yeah. And well, the, the lead up to the meth is very funny because he's just like, uh, he's like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, I was uh, been uh, smoking speed, and and the director goes, you can smoke speed. He's like, well, not speed, you meth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a little bit of a step up. Not mean, <laughs> or, or isn't it? Is it? Is it his wife who says like he calls it speed? It's math. Oh, maybe that was yeah, it. Yeah. But yeah, they're just the reveal. I was like, because I was thinking the same thing. I was like, yeah, because she's like, like it's, smoking. It's meth, and now I'm fucked. And then off screen, he's like, what do you mean you're fucked? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was pissed yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. That was so genuine. Yeah, he was he's like, like, what do you mean you're fucked? I pay for everything. You don't have to yeah. do anything. And she's like, well. I, I don't, don't know. know what to say to <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> we, we, we should probably use proper uh, proper nouns here. His wife, Anastasia Sin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is her name? Oh, man. What is her deal? I didn't Google her <laughs> at all. But like when they first introduce her, it's like, oh, I love his wife, 50-year-old Kat Von D. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but then they also they show like old footage of her at one point in the movie, and she's got this little... Liza Minnelli haircut. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. was like, ooh, is she like a... She doesn't really have the body of a showgirl. Yeah. This is like a, a typical Vegas showgirl in any of the footage we see. I mean, that doesn't mean she didn't at some point, but I was like, her name and her vibe, like, was she some kind of like... Burlesque is alt, what I was... Yeah, yeah. weird, yeah. like alt. I'm gonna look this up real quick while y'all chat. Yeah, it seems like she had to be some kind of... Because that was also... The time frame is like peak alt yeah stuff you know what i mean sure yeah i mean yeah the name and the the fact that he was like a big deal like on the vegas strip yeah. you know like one of the like resident performers there. yeah like, that has to be something it also it's also funny just when they put her name up and it's like oh cool thanks for giving us a stage name <laughs> and not whoever this actually is this has no context to anybody else but yeah thank you. i think of the last name sin Makes me think he met her at the AVN Awards or oh, something. Oh, no. Yeah. Actually, it's worse than that. She's not <laughs> She's not a porn star, ladies and gentlemen. She is a magician. Uh, oh, <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. Anastasia Sin on Twitter, at Sia Sin, S-I-A-S-Y-N-N. You can't pick another extravagant <laughs> name. Yeah. Hashtag magician. Hashtag biohacker. Hashtag transhumanist. Wait, what's biohacker? Uh, I'll click the hashtag and see. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like some bro sh- tech shit. I think it is. I've heard of it vaguely. I yeah. think it is like some bro tech shit. Yeah. <laughs> this biohacker implanted her Tesla Model 3 key card into her arm. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I no. think it's the kind of person who would like do that and then jokingly call themselves a cyborg. Yeah, I think that's basically think, what a biohacker is. Yeah, I think that's what this is. It's just this being happy about being a biohacker sounds like such freedom to me. <laughs> oh, 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 like, you know what it is? She's happy that she's such a fucking dork. Yeah, you know what it is? I figured it out. It's Uh-oh. it's the keto people. The keto diet, oh, the keto diet. Yeah, they're, they call themselves biohackers. They're hacking their biology. They're hacking their own biology to turn their body into ketosis or whatever they say to make it run perfectly <sighs> efficiently. That's what it is. It's it's motherfucking keto people. No. <laughs> Wait, is it actually? Yes, that's what it's. I mean, oh, I'm, based on I'll, the Twitter, all okay. the tweets are people being like, uh, 
there's like a picture of uh, Tony Stark that says, my face when people tell me ketosis is bad for you. <laughs> like, it's just the worst memes. It's fucking stupid. Okay, yeah. So Who she's does the, keto? I mean, it's... It seems like simultaneously it's everyone. Yeah. And also it's just moms. I yeah. can't tell. <laughs> I can't yeah. tell who it is. I have, I have no idea. Yeah. Just, it's just like extreme yeah. Atkins, basically, right? Kind of. Well, it's specifically it's high fat. Yeah. Okay. It's something like 60. I mean, there's like a lot... A lot of like the the kind of what you're talking about, like the yoga mom keto, is kind of like faux keto, like not actually because it'll just be like no carbs, basically. Uh, yeah, well, like actual, <laughs> it'll just like be chew on your yoga mat. <laughs> well, because the like there's an actual keto diet yeah. for where there's some people with like medical conditions where they have to eat a certain yeah. way with. Uh, that's keto, always then, how they start, right? Yeah, that's always how they start. And then people are like, oh, I'm going to half do that because <laughs> it's cool and trendy. And they claim um, they have the medical yeah, condition. Yeah. That's always a part of it. Um, and like the actual keto diet is something like 60% of your calories from fat or something like that. God, that's intense. It's intense and like no carbs. It's like crazy. And people like feel like shit for like three weeks while their body adjusts <laughs> to it. Your body is like, yeah. fuck off. Yeah. I'm so tired. Yeah. So anyway, she's and, that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and yeah. a magician. She sounds great. She's, yeah. a, she's a magician on a diet. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Who cares? <laughs> um, that's really funny. Yeah. She was a... She just really... I don't know. It, it's like I. Uh, there were so many moments where I was like, do I feel bad for her? Yeah. Or is this fine? <laughs> she seems very self-aware. <laughs> like, yeah. she straight up says, like, I'm, you know, I've, I'm fucked because I fell in love. And now I'm yeah. just kind of stuck with this. So she she knows it's not a great situation. But yeah, but know I don't I mean? know what I don't know that that's good. No, it's not good. Uh-huh. But or like least... or like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like I've known people who are in bad situations who make jokes about it. And it's like. Yeah, yeah, you're in an abusive relationship <laughs> yeah. and you just made a joke about it. Do mm-hmm. you see what you're doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they did get into a pool fully clothed together. That was funny. <laughs> it was that scene in the very beginning, too, when he gets in the pool and he's like, what are you? Are you coming in? And then he gets out and he's in full pajama pants. Uh, it's like, what? <laughs> you didn't want to put on a you're swimsuit, buddy, or yeah. basketball shorts. Uh, yeah, well... What a what a what a adventure we've had. Um, I've never seen anyone do meth on screen. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. I I mean I guess uh, Breaking Bad maybe, but like but, yeah, but not in, not but in a, real life in a documentary it's, setting. That's pretty intense. I mean, mm-hmm. do we want to jump way forward to when meth comes back on screen? Sure. Okay, because there's definitely a kind they've of gotten, like a, they've gotten the spoiler warning. Yeah. yeah. There's kind of a weird thing with this movie where he, like, Ben, the director, tells you he's doing it, but it's like he's very aware of what's going to be compelling on screen, and he's going to intentionally insert himself into the story to make it compelling. Yeah. Even if that's not where it's naturally going. Yeah. yeah. And he tells you that with this meth thing in a very big way. Yeah. yeah. It's so... He... In the middle of the movie, during yeah. during the meth stuff, I was like, fuck, this guy is such yeah. a baby. I don't give a shit. And then by the end, I was like, this guy's a genius. This was the best. Movie yeah. Like, because he made you... F- he, like, intentionally made you feel that way. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
I feel but, so played. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he really played me like a fiddle. I was yeah. like, oh, fuck this whiny bitch. I don't yeah. do all the meth you want. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> because it's also later in the movie when he confronts the amazing Jonathan and says like, hey, is this illness even real? It's like, that was pretty much done for theatrics. He didn't have to do that. There's yeah. like so many other things he could have done that wasn't that cinematic face-to-face confrontation to yeah. try to yeah. figure it out that he didn't do yeah and so it's like that and the meth thing it's like he's very much inserting himself in an artificial way to try to make it more compelling well especially with but that he's a- also the other thing though is he tells the audience he's gonna do that yeah because of the competition from the other yeah documentary so it's almost like it's, like, plays into the narrative of it anyway, the fact yeah, that he's doing that. Which is so cool. <laughs> yeah, I know. So it's yeah. like, fuck, I know you're doing it's it, like, and I still like it anyway. Yeah, it's like a weird... It, it, it's it's a weird experience of, like... like s- s- I don't know if it's satirizing, but it's just, like, making you really think about documentary ethics. Yeah. Yeah. Like, while it go- while it's happening. Because you're like, what the fuck is this? Like, when it really starts to be about him and he's reading the letter from his mom and all this stuff, and it's like, okay, this is sad, but this is, like, selfish and weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't give a shit. And the scene where he does confront Jonathan, I'm furious. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, what? What are you doing? This is so cruel, right? Yeah. Well, and, and also, you really think he's stupid? <laughs> yeah, you think he's stupid, and also there's other more obvious bullshit that he's done. Yeah, that you could you could corner him on without going to the thing you can't prove, right? You know, without trying to accuse the guy of of lying about uh, his impending demise or whatever. Yeah, which is like also the cruelest thing, yeah. to have done, right? <laughs> like if you're really trying to hit the guy, be like, hey man, we're buddies. Why did you fucking call another documentary film? crew to come in here i had a second thought about that scene that also plays into another thing ben was talking about (laughs) of like he's a magician he's a liar he's a performer an illusionist a prankster Mm, you don't know if anything he's saying is real i don't know if that scene is real i don't think that scene is real i that's my conspiracy about this is i don't think that scene is real i think they staged it because like the way how easily like Jonathan takes it like accepts him and is like is willing to talk to him later. Yeah. It's like I don't think he would have been. I think he would have like just shut yeah. him out, especially with the way that he like shut him out earlier in the movie. Well, he, he shut him out and then the dude shows up in Detroit at yeah. his mom's birthday. Yeah. Yeah, it's I'd such an way, intimate yeah. thing. Like if I was just like, trying well, to Well, I don't know. Last time I saw you you accused me of faking this terminal yeah. illness I yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then also he just you know shows up at a, a, an extremely personal event. It's not yeah. like he showed up at some fucking signing he yeah. did or something. Yeah, it was, it was like, not public. I'm gonna show up at your mom's nursing home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Loom, weirdly, yeah, yeah, he like yeah. did not engage with anyone, which is f- he's not in the family, so I guess that makes sense. But it's like, what right. are you doing? All the footage of him is just like him st- yeah. weirdly o- standing in the back and like. <laughs> kind of rubbing his head and being like <sighs> yeah yeah while i was watching that i was consciously thinking about how the footage was put together mm-hmm. you know versus how it went down chronologically yeah because they're just showing like the family doing all this stuff and ben just like in the background i'm like obviously he had to have had this talk with if it was real he would have had to have like either talked to jonathan on the phone and they didn't show it so he knew he was coming or they had to have filmed that that little scene they had together right when he got there or something because mm-hmm. the, yeah. if this dude's actually pissed at him they're not just gonna he's not just gonna let him wander around his yeah. mom's birthday party because also 
Ben Berman is not a journalist. Yeah, what was no. his connection? He's like a Tim and Eric yeah, director. he's like oh. he like directs comedy. Oh no shit! Yeah, oh, okay. he's a comedy director, and he he's he's very gifted. Yeah, uh-huh. he's great. But he's not a so like the ethics of the journalistic integrity of a documentary. Like I don't yeah. know how naturally that comes to him. I mean, he seems smart. Yeah, sure. But I, you know, I don't know if he, you know, to tell the story of 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 questioning the ethics of a documentary about a dying man yeah he might yeah. have been willing to fudge that stuff because it's like sure oh, it's for the yeah greater good of the right well and that's that's it, also where uh simon chin could have come in yeah <laughs> a little bit and like tweaked okay. it a little bit yeah this second documentary crew so the they're also this movie is like two stories kind of like going side mm-hmm. by side before we say anything did y'all watch it? I no. did not. So if you're curious, if you're listening to this, the second documentary that comes in, so Ben Berman is filming this movie, a second crew just shows up and Jonathan's like, oh yeah, I told him they could do it. And they keep, he keeps kind of caustically saying like, theirs should come out first. Yeah. Like their movie should go to print first. And because they've won Academy Awards. Because they've won Academy Awards. It turns out, Spoilers, that ain't true. Uh, yeah. They they met a guy one time who lent them a camera lens who won an Academy yeah. Award. Yeah. They didn't win shit. But that documentary that they made, the second documentary, uh, came out, I guess it premiered at Just for Laughs Vancouver. Mm-hmm. It is now uh, on YouTube in its entirety for free, being distributed by All Things Comedy. And I watched it. I've watched the one that we're discussing now. And then I was like, fuck, I got, I got to watch this other one. So I watched that one, too. And the amazing Jonathan is right that that one needed to come out first because first of all, that one, he never takes his wig off. He is, oh. he is wigged the entire time and it's just a straightforward, in 1976, this happened. In 1977, like just chronological up until uh, the point where he is dying. Yeah. Uh, and that was, I, I didn't, I didn't finish it all the way. I got to like the last like five minutes. So I, I assume that like covers. And you, you tapped know. out. You're like, well, it's I, not that I, I tapped out. It. I just, I just said I had, uh, I had to go to work uh, yeah. this morning. But, um, but yeah, it's just very straightforward. It's actually, if you're a fan of the amazing Jonathan, it's, it's interesting just cause it's like his behind the music almost like yeah. it kind of acknowledges that he's like a junkie throughout. One of the more interesting things is that he goes to Australia and somehow meets this kid who's like 14, uh, who's like a huge fan of his and by and by this kid ends up being his road manager. So the amazing Jonathan's road manager was straight up like 17 years old <laughs> and managed like world tours for him and shit like that. And it kind of goes <laughs> into like, I forgot that he hosted a game show, uh oh, for like whoa. three years called ruckus i think oh i didn't and, know that and so because the whole time i was watching this one mm. you know they keep making reference to like oh yeah i used to have all this money obviously his house is fucking huge yeah but in and, vegas in vegas well still i was just like how the fuck did and then yeah. it's like oh he was huge like this this documentary barely scratches the surface of like how massive this guy was the thing i like about the other one uh because the other one's not nearly as compelling a st- Story. It's more just it's like, just, oh, if this... you like this guy, here's some stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. a bunch. It's like greatest hits. Like, yeah. it's like, oh, here's the cool shit he did. And then they film that same special where they're all fighting over camera angles. You see parts of that. Yeah, I comeback. loved that scene. It was so cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the one that I the, the coolest thing of that one is the, the second documentary opens with an answering machine message from George Carlin 
just being like, uh, this message is for Jonathan. I just wanted to say my family and I had a great time at your show. I think you're one of the most talented people I've ever seen. Blah, blah, blah. I got to go out. But next time I'm in Vegas, let's hang out. All right. Thanks. Have a good one. <laughs> like, and wow. it's, I was like, wow, it's fucking cool. But yeah, so yeah, it's Penn cool. Gillette is in that one. David Copperfield. David Copperfield's a fucking uh, an asshole. Uh, where he's just sitting there, he's just like, yeah, well, you know, I've never, never done any drugs, but if it works for Jonathan, no. you're like, oh, come <laughs> fuck you, yeah. fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I recommend that second one as a companion piece to this, just so you can understand why. Just for the background of Jonathan, because Jonathan, yeah. I think, you know, knew that, like, oh, okay, this guy's making a personal story. Yeah, these people just want like a thing that they can, you know, they they're doing the thing that. um Ben is worried that he's doing exploiting like a dying magician's, right. you know, uh, last little like gasp of fame or whatever. Like they're kind of actually doing that, but it doesn't. Which uh, is his observation ultimately is yeah, like, oh, sure. all these documentary crews ran to him because he's dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they they beat him to the presses, but yeah, theirs is more interesting if you're just like a deep fan of the amazing Jonathan. This one is by far more interesting if you're just a fan of filmmaking and, yeah. and documentaries. <laughs> just an interesting, crazy story. Just crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the other one's like funny as hell, but it's not as it's not as insane as this. But uh-huh. so and he's got the wig the whole time. <laughs> and you know it's this, a fucking wig. This, so he keeps saying that the second documentary crew made Searching for Sugar Man and Man on Wire. Yes. And where was he getting that? I feel like they lied to him. I think so too. Like yeah. I was like I was like immediately kind of furious at them. I was like yeah. cuz then cuz then to me that so throughout the movie, when they're talking about the second documentary crew, he's like, oh, they show him saying he doesn't want to be on camera, which I was like, this is sketchy, bitchy. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is a really petty move, I feel like. Yeah. And they keep kind of like, there's a lot of petty blurring and petty, like, narrowly not saying the guy's name. Yeah. And then at the end when it's like he doesn't say that they lied to him but it's like uh, there's no other conclusion to come to right right yeah the 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 guy who made the other documentary he wrote like a super long post about it and it's like pinned in the uh, in the documentary on youtube oh in the comments oh really yeah i cuz oh, I, I looked it up i haven't no, watched it let's, but i'll pull that up while, real i just quick. read like the first few sentences of it so i don't know what the whole thing he wrote but is. what's the vibe but the vibe <laughs> sounded like he was saying like oh we were like kind of talking to like simon chin was saying what was it is like his business partner or something yeah. is the guy that they borrowed some equipment yeah. from yeah and it sounded like he was kind of saying like, oh, they were like talking about like maybe producing it. And I've got it. And it sounds like probably they got ahead of themselves and said they were going to. And then this bit, and then it, it didn't yeah. end up happening. And then they couldn't back out. It's down just like that. any yeah. fucking L.A. dipshit. Yeah. Uh, my name is Steve Byrne. I'm the director of Always Amazing. I met the amazing Jonathan and his road manager, Joel Osborne, in 2000. Joel Osborne is the Australian kid that became his fucking road manager oh, okay. at like 16 or some crazy shit. 
uh met him in 2000 it was the first time i ever featured for another comic on the road oh my god wait steve byrne steve byrne i was just gonna google Whoa. it i oh, was that steve wait. i was like wait steve Holy byrne. like the, like the, the comedian the famous like the dane cook, comic dane cook accused Asian, him of yeah, stealing Asian his dane essence cook. yeah that's steve byrne <laughs> dane, cook, dane cook famously said of steve byrne on mark maron that he stole his essence yeah like mark maron <laughs> maron's like like what did he what did he steal your jokes he's like no but he basically stole my essence which is not a thing mark is like what what (laughs) you fucking psycho what does that mean uh holy shit it's steve burns steve burn wow this is okay so yeah um i I assumed it was just some guy with the same name that explains why all things comedy released it yeah oh yeah yeah because i was like why would they like what is all things all All things comedy is like a podcast network slash like distribution yeah just like comedy channel comedy channel well and they 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 put out uh, like Bill Burr's podcast. I think Bill okay. Burr, um, Al, Madrigal. Al Madrigal, and like Dave Anthony are kind of the the three because I know the Dollop is released on that too, yeah. and I know Eddie Pepitone. Yeah, Eddie oh. Pepitone. Like, there's a bunch of uh, bunch of podcasts on there, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's listed on his IMDb. It's definitely that Steve Byrne. When yeah. Jonathan was given a terminal diagnosis and retired, I was incredibly hurt to hear of it. But when he outlived expectations and made an announcement that he was returning to the stage as a fan and a friend, I wanted to do a doc to cover it. I reached out to him and said, let's do it. Uh, that being said, I'd like to address and clarify some disillusion folks <laughs> per our film. Uh, I've not remarked about it in print. I've maintained that myself and my crew needed to stay in our lane and do our best job uh, when we can't per our film and another blah, blah, blah. Let's see. Uh, as as amazing Jonathan was making a return to stage, I was writing material for a documentary for Lightbox called China Hustle. This is incredibly fucking boring. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see i was surprised to learn that another documentary was being made about jonathan i was incredibly uncomfortable and shocked when i learned about this i immediately asked jonathan if i could communicate with the other film to clear the air learn of each other's narratives and see if it was feasible to continue on i got the phone number of the other filmmaker and we had a respectful conversation we learned that our narratives were completely different i was focusing focusing on amazing jonathan and joel's relationship and he was doing more of a cinema verite piece on jonathan and i felt comfortable from that conversation that we could both forge on and make our respective films seeing that we were both covering american jonathan's recurring to the stage blah blah, blah. uh take a reddick motherfucker this is long yeah i told you it's really long holy shit writing a really long youtube comment to clear the air on your story (laughs) is like at what what at what paragraph are you like what am i doing (laughs) 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 oh uh let's see uh I want to state Jonathan is my friend. I have never lied or deceived him. I want it to be known that the only person that lied and was deceitful over the course of our unfortunate shared experiences in competing films is Is the other filmmaker. Fuck you. Number one, he told me. I'm team Ben. (laughs) I'm team Ben too. (laughs) Number one, he told me he wouldn't film me and he did multiple times. Oh, don't be a baby. We shook on it. And then he put me in his film and made me out to be less than honest. He lied to me. Uh, Two, he told me he was in Vancouver to see his friend's movie, but as we now know, he was there to film me and my team and make a mockery of our premiere. <laughs> he was Yeah, d- it's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it looked like twenty people came. They yeah. made he like I mean he made whatever. A joke, yeah. Ben did make sure to keep that in the movie that Oh <laughs> yeah. How few people were at that premiere. I have Oh yeah. I have first hand knowledge of how deceitful he was willing to go. When he was trying to find an ending to his film, he placed two thousand dollars in front of Amazing Jonathan and asked him if he could film Amazing Jonathan throwing him out of his house, providing an ending to the film. 
Uh, so mm, see, see, I, I bet, I bet it was staged <laughs> the, of of him confronting him about the illness. I think it was staged. To this, Amazing Jonathan was justifiably upset and left the interview. That reaction from Amazing Jonathan is what the film's uh, oh, that's is what what's in show. the film. This is not dis- this is not I, just deceitful. I, it's classless. Uh, how does he know that? Yeah. Uh, he said... Uh, he says he's there? No, no. no he's, way. He says... Uh, uh, it came from He Jonathan. has first-hand knowledge. From Jonathan. He, probably from I Jonathan. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. I don't know about any of this. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, let's see. There's no one to believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, hey, well, read, read all... Uh, There's no one to believe, but I do think the message of this movie ended up being good either way. This yeah. is this is like ether. There's like 300 bars in this. It's way too fucking long. Well, this uh, is... That's pathetic. <laughs> it's so much. Look, Look at the shit. Look at the shit. Look, if I'm you're going to steal Dan Cook's essence, it only makes sense that you're going to go on way too long. <laughs> yeah, whose essence he's, is this? He's, yeah. he's running the light at YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so anyway yeah he's uh god damn that's that's crazy this is uh steve Byrne. wow, wow. That, yeah what a what a surprising twist wow <laughs> I, I thought this movie was done giving me twists <laughs> well but here i am 24 hours later and i mean you get another one. one yeah well i mean if he's given us that little that little piece of information that might actually lead some credence to uh, to Luke's theory there. The yeah. Theory, yeah, some of those scenes are staged, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think that that's likely. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, because it also... I don't like... know. I, I would never confront someone I thought was faking their illness. And I yeah. think we've all had an opportunity. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, the thought crossed uh, my mind as I was watching that scene. Naming I names, like... I think I will. <laughs> just... <laughs> point to that we've all had an opportunity uh, to point uh, out yeah. someone uh, faking an illness oh yeah. wow <laughs> and uh yeah somebody did and boy did they kind of like go down in flames <laughs> on social media huh <laughs> yeah <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> and i think everybody anybody who had even had that thought when they saw that interaction happening was like i am so glad i didn't say that <laughs> phew <laughs> yeah i I've only got flashes of what what that is, so I'm going to write down to ask you guys off air. Um. I like that. I like yeah. that post-it note you're writing. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, that was that's funny. Uh, I, I I I could never. I really watching that scene yeah. was so uncomfortable. It was just like I felt furious with him. I mean, even if it's staged or whatever, but yeah, mm-hmm. I felt fur- I was like, you can't, you can't, yeah, you can't. What if it is real? You can't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I just, I, I was going to say, uh, about the paintings, I, that was one of my notes I have. Oh boy. The amazing Jonathan's paintings where he has, the picture? uh, w- oh, wait, the, the very naked baby picture. No, the picture. <laughs> yeah. The picture of a picture holding a picture of a picture. Oh, I wasn't yeah. even talking. I was uh, gonna say the the Hitler rabbi. Oh, hi- yeah. Oh, oh, sure. those rabbi yeah. Hitler was uh, was real fucked up. And then uh, at some point they showed an extremely naked baby photo uh, of amazing oh, Jonathan. Yeah. Like it was too like naked. baby full frontal. Yeah, full frontal <laughs> baby photo. Where I was like, I mean, you Get know, this baby dick off. <laughs> right, like this a is, baby butt is one this thing. This is a but... sex crime. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> like a baby's that, little butt is fine yeah. for a photo, but I don't need the full. I don't need the twig and berries, <laughs> please. Uh, there's a weird thing about babies where people seem to be fine with it, but like. <laughs> There's there's like there's a line at some point. Well, like, as they uh, say on Seinfeld, there's good naked and bad naked, and this extends particularly to baby photos. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if if the kid's pants fell off and he's running, and then he you know he gets a little butt and he looks back, you know, yeah. there's a there's a sweet That's little a good photo. Naked. But just with amazing Jonathan's <laughs> donger, standing just, there nude, yeah, yeah. yeah, just with his donger poking out from between the bars of the crib, I don't need to see that shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't need this in my life. And it also held on. <laughs> screen for so long. it was on there for too long i was like you guys know you can cry this right is, this this is the work of a tim and eric producer <laughs> yeah. I like i was like okay yeah <laughs> uh my other note and this is based on uh not just the life of amazing jonathan but seemingly every uh, uh sort of you know has been celebrity is that uh meth inherently leads to dubstep <laughs> <laughs> it's a gateway drug to dubstep. It's a gateway drug because there's a scene because as we With know, his little machine. As we know from uh, Bam Margera's uh, slide into madness uh, with his uh, dubstep project, Fuckface Unstoppable. Was Bam on meth? Uh, yes, Bam's on meth. Bam's oh. on everything. I haven't. Someone told me recently that he was being crazy, and oh, I, yeah. I like had missed it. He, and I tried to catch up, and I was like, nope, too confusing. I oh, do he not turned himself into Doctor Phil. He threw himself uh, at, at the at the feet of Doctor Phil and begged for help. Our Lord and Savior, <laughs> O-L-A-S, Doctor Phil. Look, this might be the meanest thing to say, but I just assumed he wasn't because he gained a bunch of weight. <laughs> oh no! At a certain point, your metabolism stops. And okay. That whole that whole crank, uh, not making you want to eat thing ends, and you just uh, you can just do crank and butter. Yeah, I did also <laughs> just think he was boozing yeah. because of the weight. Yeah. No, I think he is just boozing at this point. But I, I think at some point my point is uh amazing he- jonathan is smoking meth and making beats uh <laughs> and, and what's important here with a weird little machine that he's got it's with, like a laser theremin yeah it's weird you like stick your hands in it's like boom and then it's got like a drop that it's fucking i point is i want one lo- and some meth <laughs> i want that it, and i want some meth it looks like a machine that a Vegas DJ would be using. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It looks very theatrical. And if it's laser, like if there's a, a haze effect in the room and yeah. you can like see the beams. I I can imagine drunk girl screaming at that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is Vegas the same as it used to? I don't know. I, Have I you guys gone to Vegas? So. I haven't been to really. Vegas in like four years, but I, I assume it's the same. I, I I think it never changes. I mean I've been to Vegas once, but I didn't like do the Vegas thing. Really. I was 21 at the height of Vince Vaughn. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I, I, I think we all know exactly. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of glittery crosses on asses. Yeah, in, the, in them heady days. Yeah. So I have like a really <laughs> sort of crystal clear visual of Vegas. Yeah. And I always wonder if it's the same. Yeah, Vegas to me is uh, an affliction shirt and true religion jeans, like a, you know, a yeah. Von Dutch hat, like, and then Paris Hilton being like, "What now?" Vegas to me is a lot of Terry Fader billboards. 
Oh yeah, he's like huge in Vegas. I always say Fator. Is it could be? I don't know. I don't. I think you're right. Yeah, but that's just always how. Boy, I... that makes him sound fancy. <laughs> yeah, uh, for oh. a little puppet boy. Yeah, oh, Terry Fator. Is he a pu- is he a puppet man? I thought that I, I didn't know who this was. Yeah, he's a puppet man. Oh god. Yeah, I didn't a... even know what he did. I assumed it was some sort of funny stage act. Yeah, it's like a, because uh, the okay. only men allowed to perform in Vegas have to be funny or yeah. magic. Oh, you yeah. have to be funny or a. Uh, yeah, a jester or a wizard. Uh, Those yeah. are your choices. I think I think he took the crown from Jeff Dunham. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say, did him and Jeff Dunham have to have a fight for yeah. that? For that I think spot? so. Yeah, there's a whole Highlander thing, and Jeff oh, Dunham okay. is probably fine, right? What? Monetarily? Yeah. Oh, he, oh, so. for sure. He's still yeah. Tour- he cut, I there were billboards for him. There yeah. are almost no billboards in New Orleans for anything entertainment based. Yeah, it's mostly lawyers. Uh, <laughs> uh, but there are Jeff Dunham tour billboards oh yeah yeah like to, oh, he, to say nothing else of it i'd imagine he's been doing great since 2016 <laughs> yeah oh yeah. fuck yeah hell yeah, uh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah 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 that probably makes sense yeah um yeah there um what was i gonna say oh yeah and then of course you forgot the other the other men that are allowed in vegas which is the thunder down under oh yeah 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 yes. that's the only kind of vegas show i've ever been to <laughs> <laughs> and they have magic mike xxl now on i vegas. know yeah. i wanted to go when i went to vegas we we went to the really cheap version of that and it was called aussie heat oh yeah <laughs> and yeah. it was just australian dudes <laughs> Uh, and I had never been to a show like this, and I have pretty limited experience with strippers of either gender. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, I did know that n- not only from Magic Mike, but like occasionally from like clubs that had ladies' nights. Oh yeah. Which just yeah. meant like a male stripper would walk around and like pick you up sometimes, <laughs> whether or not you were oh, acting so- like you wanted it. Yeah. Well, so we had uh, we had uh, Brandy Posey on our christmas episode mm-hmm. of the goods and she oh, actually, she's been she she's been a lot because i think I've, <laughs> i i think that's she, an expensive habit <laughs> she, well, she, well so she, i think she goes with the other lady to lady yeah. gals and and uh she, the way she put it was like basically uh channing tatum when he put this together made everybody in the show no matter how like limited their role was forced to take like at least two classes on like feminism and uh, oh, like and like so shit like that. So apparently, just adding a little bit of consideration yeah. towards so they're not gonna like pick you up without asking. Yeah, that has turned this show into a goddamn feeding frenzy. Yeah, like women go there and go insane. I mean, <laughs> yeah, even at Aussie Heat, I, I had no complaints about how you know you like. Yeah. I feel like you you went into that experience being like, I know what's gonna happen in here, right? And right. you like sit in your seat and you don't get up and yeah. they come through the aisles and it's like fun. And then they pick somebody up and they throw them around. It's silly. And we also went with two gay dudes and I just, there's something very sweet about the like very open, positive vibe. Oh, of sure. They will dance on anyone. And yeah, I was like, yeah. this is kind of feels very <laughs> yeah. utopian. Uh-huh. Uh, but one of those men <laughs> did come. And I was also like with like, some of my extremely hot friends that were like uh-huh. almost nude. And I was like, I'm, I'm normal. I yeah, look normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but so, and they were being like a lot crazier than me. First of all, they give you fake money, which I thought was so funny. Yeah. You had, to, you had to buy a bunch of fake money before you go in just so they get a baseline amount. Uh-huh. Okay. And then, and they're like, Oh, it's not dirty. So like you can, 
you put know. it in your mouth and yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so, and so that's the reason. That's okay. I like that. Yeah. Uh, hygiene. Good. Yeah. And then you, uh, you know, throw your money at them and it's like a fun experience. Yeah. But I definitely, one of those guys came through the aisle and I was just like so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't really, I, I, d- I don't have any thing in me for the, like, it's such a weird give and take relationship right. between a stripper of any kind yeah, sure and i have none of the take in me like uh-huh. i'm like i don't thank you you're yeah. doing so good <laughs> i'm enjoying the show i don't need Please you to do get away something from me. for me <laughs> yeah yeah uh and <laughs> one of them just came up to me and like i clearly didn't want to be picked up and i was just like smiling upward at him and so he like did a weird dip move and then licked me from my belly button <laughs> up to my forehead <laughs> and i was like is that what I seemed like I <laughs> And I just like handed him a monopoly money. Yeah. I was like, thank you. <laughs> and then and then none of them interacted with me yeah. the rest of the time. And I was like, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> it's more about the fun show. I like when you throw a lady around. It's oh. fun to be surprised. Oh, that's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> Meanwhile, like I, Megan was with me and like climbing all over them every time they came. Yeah. Down. So I, was, I was just like, nope, I just got my one lick, my one <laughs> tummy lick for some reason. <laughs> yeah, Bra- Brandy described Magic Mike XXL as nothing short of a feeding frenzy uh, with just people losing their fucking minds. So, yeah. I, yeah, it's it's kind of something I'm like, I'd like to see this. It's It seems, I mean... I I've never been in a room where it felt like women were allowed to act like that. Right. Well, mm-hmm. they they've that's yeah. apparently the that's the reason so that it's it does become a like, very popular show. You know, this show is not as popular. This is the fifty dollar show right, in Vegas, right. but it was like it did feel that way and they were nice yeah and also she's i followed a bunch of them on instagram because <laughs> that's i like to search that they also won't let you take photos or videos in, in right Milan. right also she said if you just are dressed kind of nice and uh you know have like washed your face and hair if you're just standing by the door when the show lets out you could probably get lucky at some because it's just going to be a theater full of real <laughs> horned up ladies just being like ah! <laughs> like hello i've uh, uh, I've got clean clothes. Yeah. You want to <laughs> hit the buffet, lady? Uh. <laughs> so, is it? Do they incorporate anything like from the narrative of Magic Mike, or is it just I like a branded? I bet some of the songs. I think yeah. I think uh, probably you know they hit uh, uh, you they know hit pony. My, my yeah my pony is probably the big the big okay. show stopper. So it's, it's mostly just like a branded strip. It's show. a branded strip it's, show, okay. but but Channing Tatum supposedly was very like hands on with okay. like planning yeah. the whole thing and like particularly putting that element into it sure. where it's just like. Yeah, like, so fun. Yeah. Hey, it's you know he's he's Alabama's best person. I think. Yeah. Is he from Alabama? Yeah, Jasper, same same well, town as Michael Rooker. He famously used to be a stripper, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He also is in New Orleans frequently because he has a booze brand. I think oh, like a okay. brand of whiskey or something. <laughs> and so there'll just will be photos at bars of idiots with him, and oh, he's being yeah. very. <laughs> he's like clearly being very nice. Uh, yeah. To a lot of idiots (laughs) (laughs) sure when movie stars just turn on the movie star mode of like just smile for the camera because if you shove them away you're gonna everyone's gonna have a story about how channing tatum's an asshole brian cranston and aaron paul started a liquor brand together oh really yeah and they like launched it in new orleans at um is it blue 
No. The liquor should be blue, right? But they but it's a tequila brand. <laughs> oh, okay. And they were posting a bunch of photos in like desert places. Oh, okay. That's and cool. And so people were like Ah. Ah. and then and then when it was just a liquor brand it, people turned on them so fast <laughs> and I was like what the fuck this is what this is and I was like fuck wow y'all. what did they think the it was sh- like a Breaking Bad sequel or yeah, something yeah they thought like, it was gonna be more Breaking Bad yeah okay. it's like well, the, the show that narrative over. pretty much wrapped <laughs> yeah. up yeah. pretty yeah. clearly we tied it up with a bow it's yeah that done. wasn't that wasn't a real open ending we, we saw the whole thing it could be yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was great just shut up uh-huh. and enjoy the fucking tequila yeah. I rewatched watched it and um i tweeted this a long time ago but i rewatched it a few months ago and i was sitting in a room full of my friends and we were all watching it and as it was on screen i go oh this makes me realize someone did meth in front of me once and i didn't know what it was (laughs) (laughs) and i think that's the most pollyanna thing about (laughs) someone did that in front of me and i was like that's fine. Wow, do you always smoke cigarettes out of a light bulb? Yeah, I don't know what I thought it was. I guess I thought it was a, a, a an invisible weed. <laughs> I don't know. I don't do any drugs. An invisible weed. <laughs> How old were you at the time? Maybe 20. 31. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like 22 or 23, somewhere in there. Okay. But like, I hadn't, I think Breaking Bad was even out yeah. and I just hadn't seen it. Does yeah. Does everybody, I'm, te- I'm testing a, a thing out here. Does everybody have a friend who's accidentally done hard drugs thinking <laughs> they were weed? <laughs> I think so. I for sure do. I've got my story in the gun, but I think this is a thing. I don't know that I yeah. know the, fr- the okay. friend or the story, but yeah. it sounds familiar enough. Yeah, same. So my, my friend uh, AG uh, was in a... We're cir- outing you. Uh, yeah, sorry, AG. Uh, what up to AG? Uh, AG's sitting in a circle of people smoking weed, and then the pipe comes around, mm-hmm. he passes it, and then another pipe just immediately comes to him. And he just unthinkingly lights it up, thinking someone started another bowl, and, <laughs> and he <laughs> hits it really fucking hard, oh, no. and is like, "This tastes oh, like chemicals. This is no. weird." And he like turns to the guy next to him. He's like, "Yeah, this tastes weird." He's like, "Yeah, man, that's that mellow rock." He'd smoked crack. <laughs> and, and so this is but the a, problem with weed culture it's like we're, we're all trusting each other far too much yeah here. what did he think it was though because smoking weed out of a pipe is so different yeah well so the, well that was in a crack pipe he just thought it was somebody had put some like a dab or something in there i guess yeah and see dabs really fucked it up for everybody oh, yeah, okay yeah, yeah. yeah. because yeah. it's just a little goo yeah okay. Like, no, yeah okay. but okay because i'm thinking of just like a weed pipe like you see the weed you put the lighter to the weed uh, well and also ag is a pretty you know uh, he's a drinker so there's a good chance yeah, he's he was not, like fucked up he and was, he was he's like, not okay. just had attention yeah, yeah. so okay, yeah. anyway uh, where i come to that story was driving down a uh, harper avenue at like 1 a.m going to kroger uh and i just see my buddy uh sans shirt just <laughs> walking down the street in sandals and a basketball shorts and i'm like is that fucking ag and i pull up next to him I'm like yo and he's like hey uh sorry can i can i get a ride with you I accidentally smoke some crack <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, please, yes, get in the yes, car. Yes, please. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm developing this there. I think somebody, yeah. everybody has to know somebody who accidentally did hard drugs. Oh, you know what? I don't <laughs> know this guy well, so I won't say his name. <laughs> yeah. There was a guy who, uh, I'll just say he was from my hometown. I don't want to like narrow it down yeah, too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, Who, uh, he was like a little bit of a fuck up and he... <laughs> After high school, you know, like kind of whatever, bumping around from job yeah. to job, never really getting any traction anywhere. Yeah. You know, try college to drop out, that kind of whole thing. Right. You know? Right. And eventually he has like one thing where it's like, ooh, this was like the big thing that went well for him. <laughs> and he won a car in a drawing. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. so it's like, oh, fuck, he's got a car. Check out his new car. You know, yeah, he's like yeah. driving it around and stuff. And then he somehow, like, ends up accidentally doing some kind of, like, hard drug. Oh, God. And he starts running from the cops, <laughs> gets in this car, and they're, like, clearly going to, like, catch him. Yeah. He just, like, opens the door, jumps out, the car's going, and he, like, takes <laughs> oh, off running. Fuck yeah. Yeah, car gets fucking wrecked. He gets arrested. He goes oh, to jail. no. The, the car E1 is gone. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I. I don't. I don't have a story. I'm 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 gonna sample. Positive. If you if you know if this is tweet them at us and tag the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tag the person. Tweet (laughs) at Rivers Langley uh, at Luke F Jensen at Mighty Monica. Let us know if you have a friend who accidentally did hard drugs thinking they were doing weed or just accidentally did hard drugs somehow. Yeah. I think this has to be a thing. If it has to be private, my DMs are open and yeah. I'm ready to hear yeah. it. Mine yeah. too. I'm yeah. ready to hear anything you got. I'd love mm-hmm. for it to be anything other than an Indian man saying hi to me. <laughs> <laughs> did I ever? I don't remember. I feel like I must have said this at some point. I know I've talked about the fake Boba Fett profile that I made on oh, yeah. Facebook. Oh, yeah. Did I talk about the fake girlfriend I made for him? <laughs> possibly I, I don't know <laughs> okay i <laughs> i well there were two fake girlfriends okay okay at that one point the first one or the second one i'll say was uh uh one who like in in the expanded universe of star wars i think had a kid with boba fett a character named Sintas vel oh, so oh she was a real character yeah she I was a real this. character i hate this but so the much. first one vel. the first that one was anastasia ever, sin's yeah. first name yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was her birth that name her before birth she name changed it to something more believable Sintas <laughs> vel um but the first one that i made was uh <laughs> a profile with the name Hot chick, big boobs. <laughs> okay, wait. This was, does sound yeah, familiar. Yeah, I was gonna say, okay. <laughs> it sounds familiar. But, yeah, and the picture was of uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson. Oh hell yeah! Of yeah. Just like whatever Getty sure, images Scarlett Johansson. Hot chick, big boobs. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and that account got so many messages from Eastern European and Indian men. Oh yeah, <laughs> saying how beautiful hot chick big boobs look at was. this <laughs> look at my 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 uh message requests wow. are all indian men <laughs> how are you hi 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 monica hi hello hey two smiley faces oh no hello hi daughter is my favorite one <laughs> uh because my name is daughter john misty on twitter oh Lord. you can go up and down on this this is going all day 
Oh my god. It's wow. constant. I, I mean, get these notifications all the time. Yeah. And I, I had the DMs open because I was selling stained glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. And and I had never opened them before. And now I just leave it open because I'm like, I I, I don't know. I, this is funny. <laughs> 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 I do I think that the days of like as far as I can tell, the days of like extremely salacious, horrible messages coming into like women's DMs on social networks for the most part, seem kind of past <laughs> okay. us. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I don't see them posted that much. I, th- I only ever see tweets that are like women complaining about it. And I'm like, post it or I do not think. <laughs> I think that you're uh-huh. bitching about something that no longer happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Cause men know they can get screenshot and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why would they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but but Indian dudes named Sonu will say hi to you. Yeah. It's just, it's nice. It's like Hello. living in a little village. Hello. Yeah. Hi. How are you? Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> hi. Hi, friend. One guy said sex with three X's. That was the dirtiest one. I Hell thought. yeah. <laughs> Wait, just that was the whole message? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I guess no. It's four messages. Oh. It's O, the letter O four times. Hello. I love you, and then sex. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually the funniest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) You should hit him back. (laughs) Just, just out of, just out of respect. Game respect, game. Hit him back. Oh. (laughs) Saying I, saying I love you is so funny. Oh, oh, oh! I love. What was it? Oh, 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 oh! I love you. Hi. Uh, Hi. It was oh, 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 oh. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I love you. I love you. And then sex. sex. <laughs> Imagine That's... saying that to a person in real life. <laughs> sex. Like you just see a person at a bar like, oh, 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 oh. Hello. I love you. I got sex. I got I got one message that does that, um, uh, does that not sound like Somebody programmed like a dirty alarm clock or something. <laughs> like it's not even like real. Yeah, you, you get a dirty yeah. alarm clock at Spencer's, and yeah. that's what it says. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got a I got a message one time, and it was um like a very long message, and it was like, "Hello, I've I've been on this website searching and searching." It was it, it was written like it was translated from another language to english you know uh-huh. what i mean so yeah, it's like sure. it didn't totally make sense but the gist was like it was a whole paragraph you i'm used to just getting high yeah, so i yeah. was like okay what's this and it was a whole paragraph and it was like i've i've searched and searched this website and trying to find and i found you are so beautiful and it was like it was a lot of like my appearance and god led me to you oh good and i love you so much and i believe that we should be together and it was very like grand and romantic yeah and i was like what is the scam here and then i like looked i was like just like some romeo scam or something Uh i looked at the account and and it was like it could it must have just been like at i am a doctor or something (laughs) like it was like a doctor and it was like a photo of a doctor in a little lab coat and then to to make the account look real, this scammer was tweeting stock photos of doctors working. <laughs> Just doing stuff. And I was like, 
who's falling for this? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, well, he is a doctor. I mean, look at all those photos. <laughs> That's so funny. It was, and there was like a different doctor in every photo. I was like, what is the story? Like, mm-hmm. so I'm supposed to think this, these are the photos you took at work mm-hmm. of all of you meeting over a patient who's like, help me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, speaking of scams, I posted about this on Instagram, but like, this feels like a relatively new phenomenon that like Tinder scams, have, like they've actually Dude, started using real people to respond. Tinder to, like, scams get you in. are really crazy. Yeah. 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 What did the, they? Oh, I saw this. Yeah. So it was like some, just like some, like also the pictures that they're using, you know, usually it's like some insane like Instagram model. Yeah, like as soon as like, you see it okay, pop up, you're like, no. you didn't match with me. <laughs> you know, off. yeah. Yeah. But it was just like, I don't know, like some like kind of like a normal looking girl or yeah. whatever that they stole pictures from. Yeah. I and am nerd. I am big nerd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't that. Though. Come was the to thing Star Wars. Where it was I'm like, <laughs> where it was like, like, and then the profile was like, I don't know, relatively like normal things. Like, yeah. Yeah, sure. Right in there, whatever. And then it happened like over the course of a, probably like, like over the course of a day, where it was just like messaging back and forth, like a normal conversation, yeah. And then, um, and then they like asked for my phone number. I was like, okay. And then we started like texting for a while, and then like it ended like twelve hours later with uh oh I well oh it was I don't like a link. It was like it was I'm having link. fun. Watch right. me on my cam. I mean, it was so. Or- <laughs> Oh, it was God. It was, was like, like a n- we've been talking for two days. Yeah. <laughs> it was a normal conversation until yeah, it ended with with uh haha, well, I kind of feel like something fun if you want to meet up, just go to http colon backslash backslash play dot tinder x u dot com oh no and do the safe thingy for Tinder. Haha, then I'm yours. Ugh. Oh boy. Ew. Yeah. Wow. That's, oh man they would have tried to blackmail you yeah i bet oh yeah yeah because yeah. i i feel like those are like those are happening more and more tinder's like a really good way mm-hmm. for scammers to find because you're you're finding people in like vulnerable moments where sure. they're trying to be like open to another person yeah entering their life yeah and so um like the that scam's happening a lot yeah where you click that link and they're like we have your photos yeah we're gonna text your family <laughs> <laughs> and also like boy does it like make you feel stupid though when it's like okay this is somebody that i've been I thought to for we a were while. getting along yeah. <laughs> you're not even real yeah <laughs> You yeah. slow like to walk in flower. Want to walk yeah. in flower? I like uh, I like Britney Spears and Madonna music. <laughs> I wonder if they're in. I wonder if they're here or like. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like because it yeah. has to geolocate a phone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they well, can. They can do. That those. seems possible. They, they can bullshit those because yeah. Pokemon Pokemon Go does that. You can you can <laughs> trick Pokemon Go into thinking you're at the Santa Monica Pier. Uh, so you can get the badass Pokemons. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that's funny. Like my my buddy back in Auburn, uh, Bugman has like uh, <laughs> I, I think he has some sort of like because Santa Monica Pier is like where you get the super exclusive Pokemon and Pokemon Go for the you know fifty thirty two year olds playing Pokemon Go. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that most of them are my friends. I know one of them in New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, it's Lane Lane Lillian. You can like trick the, the phone into uh, into yeah. like thinking you're somewhere else. You can get more badass Pokemon. Oh wow! Yeah, so he turns uh you know. 
the field out by uh, RBG uh, 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 or whatever the the, li- so the library into Santa Monica. Mm. <laughs> I'm yeah. so obsessed with scams. Oh, I uh, I'm deep in a scam do, phase. Do you answer? The, <laughs> do you answer the phone when you get no, the weird number? I will never answer the phone. I'm horrified by. I do it. Yeah. I do it. <laughs> I do it every time, and I do the same gimmick every time, and it's the funnest but thing. If you do that, they know that it's a live phone number. Oh, I want them to call me. I have fun. I got plenty of days off. This is such a key difference between us. (laughs) You're you're so tickled by madness. What's your gimmick? Okay, so here's the gimmick, right? So when they call... Alex also loves answering this, It's the shit. It's so fun because you... you, Like, all right, basically, they they run just like any other call center. Time is money. So if you waste their time, they are fucking pissed. Because if you just say, like, fuck you and hang up... It's fine. They just file you under like, you know, whatever. Don't call them. I've gotten so many less calls now that I go the distance of like giving them a credit card number and then break it up. So what I do is it's like, oh, you know, they'll call. Uh, if you get one of those automated things, it's like, this is the Visa credit, whatever. Mm-hmm. If you just mm-hmm. press one, that'll take you to the call center. You don't have to listen to the whole thing. So just <clears throat> boop, just hold down one. It'll go, please wait for your call. And they'll make you wait for up to a minute, but it's worth it just to get You're to the real guy. You're waiting for a minute. Hell yeah. I love it. I'm like, I'm fucking making breakfast and I wish shit. I could experience joy in <laughs> and, the way you do. And the guy answers and he's always, you know, uh, he's always got a, uh, uh, you know, a Southeast uh, uh, era, whatever. So Southern Asian yeah. accent. Indian, Indian or Pakistani accent and uh, like you know oh uh, you know we're trying to get you a lower interest rate on your credit card how much money do you owe and I go and I, you always have to say because if you go too high they'll they won't uh, you know they'll be like oh this isn't worth it and if you go too low they'll like this isn't worth it so what are they no, trying to do they're trying to buy your they're trying drug? to get your card number so oh, okay. they want you to think that they're actually from Visa. But then what is what would not be worth it? Like, why would there be a situation where it wouldn't be worth it to them? Because they can't. Well, no, it's it's just because if you're a fucking prankster, then they're like, okay, this oh, guy is okay, wasting our goddamn time because they're after old ladies. So you're, yeah, so, they're after like oh, little old ladies. To, who it's don't just know a realistic better. number is what they're looking right, for, right? Yeah. So you want okay. a realistic number. So I always say, uh, I have two credit cards and I owe about uh, about twelve hundred dollars between the two. Yeah, and they go, okay, which one do you owe the most on? And like just. For an example, this morning, the guy called. Yeah. I was like, oh, it'd be the American Express. And he'd go, oh, what's the expiration date? And I always say, like, you know, November of 22. And they go, okay, so in order to pull up your information and to give you a lower interest rate, we're going to need your credit card number starting with three. So I knew from working pizza, American Express starts with three, uh, Visa yeah, starts yeah, with yeah. four, MasterCard starts yeah. with five. So I they, know that from from making spa appointments. Right. So like they, they, you know, get you by <laughs> thinking, oh, well, he already knows the first number. Clearly, yeah. they, they're from Visa. They know the rest. The guy today fucked up because he goes, uh, he's like, oh, yes. And if you give me your... Uh, 16 digit uh, uh, code starting at uh, starting Come on, with Rivers. five. Lean into the accent. Well, no, but, well, no, but here's, here's the thing. Don't Here, be a coward. Here's, here's, the thing, here's the thing about American Express. American Express, 15 digits, not oh, 16. Yeah. And so I literally was going to like do a do a number thing and give him the numbers. But he goes, uh, you know, give me your six, give me your 16 digit <laughs> and uh, canceled. And I just go, I go a stamp. And I just go, you fucking rookie. It's 15. 15 digits you ah. fucking piece of shit and then i just start unloading on the guy and he's like fuck you fuck you fuck your mother 
<laughs> and they do that. They'll get yeah. into it with you. And it's so fun talking shit with those guys. Oh, yeah. They're the best. And so, like, I respect them. And so, like, I'll get on there. But that that was atypical. I just was like, you yeah. fucking rookie. It's 15 <laughs> digits for the American Express, you piece of shit. But normally what I'll do is I'll go, okay, are you ready? All right. It's four, eight, seven, two. I fucked your mother. Uh, and, <laughs> and then they go, "What? Fuck you!" And then they'll start okay, like screaming man. at you. Yeah. If you, the, the worst thing you can say to them is that you fucked their mom. They hate that. Yeah. They really hate <laughs> that. <laughs> you don't. Do but that, I'll so. I'll start. <laughs> but sometimes I'll do. I'll start off in a southern accent and just start going. All right, it's three. Yeah. Four. Because then they think you're a rube. And then I'll be like, "How big a boy are you? How big a boy are you? And they're like, "What? I'm like, how big a boy are you? And I'll just keep saying it over and over. I'm like, "Pull your dick out." Go ahead. Pull it out. How big a boy are you? <laughs> and I'll just do that. I'll just sexually harass them basically until they uh, until they hang up. That's so fun. I have such fun with those guys. I, we, I feel like have we know you, each other. You not know? to recommend another podcast on our podcast, but uh, have you ever heard that podcast Reply All? Uh, I listened to it to understand what Peppy the Frog was okay, uh, great. They before have, it was too late. There's an episode you would really like. Uh, where uh, Alex Goldman, one of the hosts, uh-huh. gets one of these calls. Oh, hell yeah. And it becomes a month-long crusade. Oh, Where wow. he like wants to... Because it was like a weird one, and he, he got the call, and he kind of like would play along a little bit. And yeah. then he kind of was like, hey, I'm not... I'm This is... I'm not going to do this, but what is the scam you're running? Like, I don't... Yeah. I can't piece it together. And the guy goes, oh, you think you're really smart, huh? You think you're smart? And he like gets mad and they get in a fight, but <laughs> part of the fight is the the Indian dude yeah. goes like suddenly changes his tone and goes, We are anonymous. We have all your information and we have and like Cook yeah. suddenly is like, I'm anonymous and I'm like <laughs> right, just right. immediately flips to blackmailing him and he's like <laughs> what uh, no yeah. you're not yeah and then he's like oh you think you're really funny and they like they just have this weird like friendly adversarial thing i've done i've gotten into some of those but before. this yeah. but the scam that they were doing this guy let them hook into his computer because he wanted to see what they were doing oh, so shit. he literally followed their link and let them like he's like okay we're gonna it was like they claimed to be apple tech support right, uh-huh. right. and then they would open that window where you could do like commands Oh, so it yeah. looks like old timey hacker stuff. Right, right. And then they, he's like, okay, so we're just going to run the diagnostic. And they would like type a bunch of bullshit. And then they go, okay. And then they'd make the window really tiny on your screen uh-huh. in front of you oh, and God. type. Uh, like you know, C colon uh Trojan ho- horse virus detected, <laughs> but he misspelled it. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, "What does that mean? What is yeah. that? What is Trohan?" Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "What? I don't. You're not." But anyway, it's very That's, funny. It's I think oh it's God. called. I can't remember the name of the episode, but it's very easy to find. Okay, I'll uh, check that and it's out. It's a two part. It's so insane. It's a two part wow. episode, including he goes to India. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. And it's nuts. That's my dream. I want to talk <laughs> shit in real life. Yeah. So this I want to have my own episode of Wildin' Out with one of these guys. You know? This is yeah. your dream episode. Roast battle. This guy that I've told to go fuck his mom so many times. Yeah. You know? Have you ever kept them on the just kept them on the line so long oh, without like insulting them to the point where they lose patience and just 
Oh, they they hang up all the time. There's yeah. guys. There's guys. You that won't are, hang up first. Never. No. Yeah. Never. No. No. I always well because I'll just start verbally abusing them. But before that's happened, before I've told them how much I owed, uh-huh. like I, I that's how I knew to keep the number reasonable. Because yeah. one time I was like, I was one like, time you told them the real number and they were. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. I, I think like, I. T- oh, never mind. I think I told them like eight thousand yeah. dollars, and he was like, "Fuck you." <laughs> And I was like, what? That's not That's a crazy not, amount of yeah, money. I even know. that much. It, it wasn't like, that much. And the guy was just like, fuck you. Fuck your mother. $8,000. <laughs> he was so and mad. And you're like, that's not as much of an insult to that's, me. Yeah, yes. yeah, I was like, I don't. I uh, would love for her to have a nice time. <laughs> yeah, well, that's how I knew to, to throw that yeah. back at him, actually. I, I learned it from them. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is the thing they clearly <laughs> think is the worst. That's so funny. Because oh. it's not even my natural inclination to say, go fuck your mom. But they yeah. said it to me before, so I knew that it would hit them harder. So, <laughs> this is it a works. funny secret life you have. I learned it from you, <laughs> I learned it Dad. from watching you, Samir. <laughs> yeah. I learned it from hearing you. I uh, get those calls a lot, but I never answer them. Oh, they're fun. Um, I mean, you know, they're fun for me. Um, you know. Yeah, I don't like... Co- confrontation makes me feel unsafe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just get weird. Yeah, I mean, you can just get weird with it. But I mean, have you ever just like not like verbally abuse them and just like tried to be a rube for as long as possible oh, yeah, and yeah. see have, how long they'll go. Oh yeah, I have fake uh, credit card numbers in here that I made <laughs> up. Uh, how long do they go just... before they hang up? Oh, they'll be like, that's not the right number. I'm like, it is. It is the right number. I'm looking I'm, at I'm it. I'm looking at it, you uh-huh. know, and I'll just keep fucking saying it. Uh, yeah, where's That's my... That's so funny. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, so I have, uh, yeah, there's my fake uh, card number. I always give them. Uh, <laughs> Man, that's great. Yeah. So you I, have a fully have a note in your phone. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. God, I hope that's funny. one person's real credit card number. <laughs> <laughs> Some guy's like, hey. No, they've they've scanned it enough. I know for a fact it's not because they're always like, this isn't, this doesn't work. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it does. I'll read it again. That's yeah. so funny. I'm so paranoid. I, I, I feel paranoid about my... I just feel paranoid. <laughs> End of sentence. Yeah. I listen to a podcast that's like very dry and it's like it's like a privacy and security podcast. What are you getting into down there in well, New Orleans? Just, it, I got it from Reply All because uh, okay. they did an episode about someone who had their Snapchat account stolen. Oh, God. And what happened was the girl, she was like a sophomore in college, and uh-huh. she got this phone call that was like, or no, a text message that was like threatening her. And they were like, we have your Snapchat. She couldn't log into her Snapchat, and she didn't think anything of it. She's like, oh, it's, I must have fucked something up. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what I did. I can't remember my password. And um, and then she got a text message, and the person was like, we have your Snapchat account, and we have all your nudes, and we're going to send them, you know, we have your yeah. contacts. And like, you do give Snapchat access to that stuff. And they had this privacy expert on who does like who basically does like um cyber security for people who have stuff like that happen oh and so he's okay. he can he like explained it was like him and some hackers and they they like together told this story of what ended up happening which is that you can very easily have your phone number sim swapped yep yeah I've and heard of that. have you heard of that before no so sim swapping i might get this kind of I might not explain this very well because I am bad at explaining stuff like this, but he, you, they essentially, someone can walk into, if you're like an AT&T customer, someone can walk into an AT&T store and say like, oh, I lost my SIM card or something and this is my phone number. Or they can just say, they could buy a new phone and say that's their phone number. It does not take, I mean, these are human beings. These are like 21 year olds right, at work right. at, yeah. at AT&T. They will not push that hard. Mm-hmm. They'll give someone 
a phone with a SIM card with your phone number on it, you won't realize (laughs) that it's been fucked up. Yeah. And they'll get into any of your accounts because your your two-factor authentication on everything is your phone number. Yep. Oh, so yeah, they yeah. get into Shit. every single account you have. Yeah. And then within eight hours, maybe you figure out, oh, something's weird with my phone. You go to AT&T and you get it fixed. But it doesn't matter because they, they, got they, had, they had control they of your everything. phone number. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. <laughs> and that made me <clears throat> lose my mind. <laughs> the idea of that happening, like, fucked my brain up so much. Oh, my and God. And this dude was, like, explaining how that happens. And then I started listening to his podcast, which is this <laughs> extremely dry privacy podcast. But it's, like, interesting to hear what people's con- Luke's privacy podcast like he's kind of funny but he's very serious and he's like an ex-cop and he's not like <laughs> he's not like the best this sounds uh, terrible but it's really interesting okay. because he talks about how law enforcement's very stupid and doesn't know yeah. how to do this stuff and so they can't protect you yeah, in yeah. this way and it but uh yeah he talked about the tinder stuff a lot uh-huh. because that happens to a lot of his yeah. clients wow so this is a guy, if you get your shit fucked with, you can just like sick him on the people, basically. Is that the idea? Yeah. And if you want to disappear, he can help oh, you that's cool. do that. Okay. He wrote a, he literally wrote the book on how to disappear in America. <laughs> that's his newest book. It's he's, listen, it's just called the OSINT Privacy and Security Podcast. And it's really interesting. OSINT? OSINT is online. I don't know. It's okay. an acronym. It's okay. gotcha. online security, something open source something something i don't know okay yeah gotcha um, but it's interesting okay. i uh i am insane i've really lost my mind i was, I was just <laughs> telling luke i got into uh uh there's a podcast called and introducing that's just uh this uh like com i comedy person and his wife or girlfriend one uh reviewing rockstar memoirs Oh and my God, it's that's so fucking, funny. I listened to a two-part Travis Barker uh, episode and my <laughs> brain is destroyed uh, because apparently that guy verified his entire life was like, I'm going to die in a plane crash. I'm going to die in a plane crash. Like would say it to anyone who would listen, like had been freaked out about it for fucking years. And the day that he crashed on the plane, he was talking on the phone with his daughter right before he got on the plane. And she just very cryptically said, uh, the roof is going to come off. And indeed, when the plane crashed, the fucking roof came off of the plane. Oh, that is ruining my it's, soul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. And uh, yeah. So anyway, I didn't I had no feelings about Travis Barker other than, you know, somewhat nostalgic uh, Blink-182 singles. Sure. And uh, after that, I'm like, oh, he seems like he has. Uh, I don't know. He he's he's oh, a guy he's that's a surprise he, psychic he's so but he's his whole story is he's so chill that yeah. he gets himself into awful situations because he's too chill oh, yeah mm. and i'm like that actually tracks yeah that i think makes that's sense, the plight right? of most drummers i think <laughs> except for lars ulrich most drummers are probably so chill they get into a lot of trouble <laughs> the least chill yeah yeah <laughs> anyway yeah. maybe oh, phil man. collins too mm-hmm. that's so funny <laughs> phil and lars other than that i like uh, living in this uh fourth wave podcast generation <laughs> oh yeah where they're really so specific yeah oh, it's fantastic that, anyway <laughs> that podcast that's an ex-cop that does it yes have you guys ever just like had extended conversations like with ex-cops no i don't know any <laughs> current yeah. ones uh, yeah. okay okay i yeah, can think of one person i know in law enforcement and uh-huh. they 
work customs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so. it's just something that I've been thinking about because I've just I've been like working on set a lot recently, which ends up being a lot of hours of doing nothing with ex cops standing with ex cops yeah. standing around, that and makes they just so much like sense. yeah, they just tell their stories, and it's like fucking crazy, man. Like yeah, here's what I've learned about cops is that they're. Luke, this uh, is a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Start your ex-cop I was gonna interview say, podcast. Yeah, they, Take that X4 behind you. And, uh, <laughs> they're all like totally normal dudes and like complete psychos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because like they'll, I mean, and I like I get it. It's like at a certain point, it's like it's your job and like you can't be freaked out by like what's happening. Otherwise, sure. you're going to be bad at your job. But like, you know, they're telling these stories like this guy, like was telling me the story about like, oh, man, like the worst thing I ever saw was like this uh, woman was getting out of her car and I guess I'm just going to tell this guy's story. <laughs> this woman was getting TW, out of her car. guys. And she was, so she was getting out of her car so she was like standing like like edge on to her car door. Oh no. Like this. Oh no. And this, this truck comes careening down the street. Oh my God. And he screams at her like, hey, get out of the road. Yeah, yeah. Get out of the road. She doesn't like hear him. This truck what? smashes into her like to her body like straight onto the edge of the car and she gets like split in half by the car door and then as we're standing there like this car drives by with a dog in it he just looks up and is like ooh doggy (laughs) (laughs) and you're like I was like okay you've just shattered my you can't do that you just shattered my fucking brain of like the possibilities of how you can die as a human (laughs) you sort of uh, like not unlike one of my favorite Luke Jensen jokes she got cut in half hot dog style she got cut in half hot dog style yeah yeah yeah. yes not hamburger there's a big difference Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh like legitimately, he told me the story about that. It's like, yeah, you're like, man, oh. guys are, yeah. <laughs> so I, I've, guys are fucking I've been putting off. Man. I've, I've technically been summoned to jury duty now since uh, like February, and I just have been throwing away all the notices. I'm like, ah, I'll get to it eventually. I'll just tell them I was out of town or something. <laughs> uh, I don't know. My my life will work out, I guess. Uh, Everything's fine. But reason being, the last time I went to jury duty, like in order to get out of jury duty, most people make the correct assumption that the way to get out of jury duty is you either have to uh, act like a showboat, which is what I did, mm-hmm. uh, plugged my Twitter on the witness stand, all that stuff, <laughs> uh, and then they immediately are like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, or... You have to pretend that you really love the cops or that you really hate the cops. Because if you yeah. really love the cops, the, cop the defense is involved in every trial. Right. The yeah. defense will be like, no, you you're you're you like the cops too much. And if you like if you hate them, the prosecution will be like, no, you you hate the cops. This guy goes up and he's like, um, uh, he's like, uh, yeah, you know, I uh, I don't think I can be uh, partial here because uh, my brother is a cop over in uh in Pasadena and uh he had an incident happen in a in a restaurant uh, about 2 years ago and and the judge is like okay what happened and he's like uh, yeah he's up there uh in this restaurant in Pasadena just ordering ordering some soup uh and he uh he ra- <laughs> he raises It's interesting his, that this man is the mayor he, of Minnesota right? <laughs> he raises his hand and uh and then the I'm, mayor of the yeah. state of Minnesota and then I, I noticed it and was like uh, oh, he's well. like no that's it, accurate that's how Minnesota <laughs> works yeah he's like and then uh, a man with a machete entered the restaurant and <laughs> cut off his fingers <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> what 
a sharp turn. Like, I was ordering soup. Like, Garcon, can I have some more soup? Oh my god! Oh shit! And uh, yeah, and he's like, yeah. So I can't be partial a in man this trial. With a machete, chopped off, off his fingers. His fingers for being a cop. I think or the way he made this, it sound. This seems the this, guy was okay. ordering soup. These two soup. facts seem separate. The guy was ordering soup, <laughs> and a man entered the restaurant with a machete and chopped his hand off mid-order. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is rude. That's rude. <laughs> yeah. I will. But, I agree. But then yeah, why, minimum bad manners. But then yeah. why, <laughs> That's why a, does that yeah. preclude you from participation in the American justice system because yeah. your brother's fingers got cut off by a madman? Uh, oh my god! It's just like I just love the fucking cops so much. I after my like brother uh, lost his fingers, <laughs> do they I tell just, you the details of the case first? Oh hell yeah! Okay. Oh yeah, and then I'm, they and then they're like, "Don't go home and research this." That's yeah. the first fucking thing. Yeah. I did. You're like, you're kidding. I was like, I'm 100 yeah. percent going to look into the actions of Mr. Lopez. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he for sure killed uh, a guy on a motorcycle. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he ran him over when he was drunk. That was the problem. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah second degree murder. It's also a lot of those cases oh, end man. up on jury duty or just hey, but like I'm, I'm a weird sad i'm cooking up a good bit on it though uh, <laughs> and i gotta go back so at some point i'll wait until the season calms down I've only done... well at least you've said it on on <laughs> oh, dude, that, that case was like two years ago i'm no, saying i, I gotta... mean you said it on record that you keep throwing away your oh, summons oh yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, whatever. Hey, if they listen to the podcast, just, hey, what up, LA jury duty? People? What is it? Just, it's not a federal crime. Uh, put put a black box over it in the edit, and then it's not legally binding anymore. That's right. Yeah, yeah. back to the movie. Yeah, if yeah. I just uh, have a black box over yeah, my yeah. mouth while I'm saying Wait, it. Wait, I have to admit to a federal crime. I uh, <laughs> yeah, let's get bonded here. I, uh, <laughs> so this piece of mail came to my house for Robert Martinez, uh-huh. and it was like an Amazon order. Uh-huh. It was like a lo- like a flimsy package. Yeah, and um, I contacted Amazon, and they were like, "We already resent it." Uh huh. And I was like, "What do I do with this?" And they just like never answered because yeah. it's just like a series. Oh, yeah. It's like a question tree on the app. Like n- you never get to talk to someone. Oh yeah, I yeah. got a bunch of Korean face masks uh, that came. To yeah. Our house. So I. <laughs> So I, um, <laughs> it's masks of Korean faces. Yeah, 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 like like human skin. Yeah, it's, a, it's a Buffalo Bill. So they were addressed to Buffalo Bill. Um, but so whatever, this Robert Martinez package like sat on our table. For she a big old, I just uh, hold she on. A big I like old to fat think Korean person. I like to think that you know how on Amazon if you order food you can there's like a drop down menu for flavors. I hope they have that for ethnicities. <laughs> For face masks? Yeah. White, black, Korean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would hope it gets more specific. I hope no, you can go like Bulgarian or no, Korean. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would like you if know. it was just black, Moldovan, white, please. Thank you. and then just weirdly Korean, too. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're like, wait, what? what? Yeah, but just for Asian, it gets super specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ooh, these, yeah <laughs> Szechuan province of China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, ooh, these are from the Maldives. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, sorry. Okay. So Robert Robert Martinez, Robert Martinez yeah. his package is sitting on our table for maybe two weeks, and um, none of us. Yeah. Oh, we're all just in this cold war in my apartment where yeah, none of us want to deal with it. Who's gonna open it? And there's one day where I was just like. Fuck. I open this. I don't want. I gotta yeah. know. Nobody's home, and I open. Think we're alone now. <laughs> I opened the package for Robert Martinez. It was a a single black T-shirt 
Okay. That in big yellow <laughs> cursive letters <laughs> said Queen on the yeah. <laughs> And I was like, oh, what? Fuck yeah. <laughs> K-W-E-E-N? No, regular Q- okay. style. Okay, okay, regular Queen. Classic Queen. And I just saved it. <laughs> I was like, thank you. Hell yeah. <laughs> thank you, Robert. You're right. I am. <laughs> uh, maybe it was for the band. It was so funny. It's not for the no, band. Just, no, just yeah. Queen. I mean, it's not a logo that uh, okay. is associated with the band gotcha. at all. Uh, it's, it's just the word in regular cursive. It's just the word. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's just the word. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just have some Is I the shirt like branded like on the tag or is it just like like a no, gilded shirt? No, like... it's just like a Hanes like <laughs> whatever shirt, uh, some cheap cut. And it's really cheaply yeah, on there. So it's pro- It was probably like custom screen printed. Yeah. Or just like, you know, there's like those like yeah. shitty companies that yeah. just make like a dumb yeah version of, of a yeah. show, you know what i mean uh so it, yeah anyway uh now i've committed a federal crime i opened robert martinez's mail um uh, sorry robert sorry robert we'll block this out on screen well no i was gonna the korean face so we kept getting korean face masks sent to the home uh, how many do you have four well, actually, I, I, I well, here's here's how I resolved it. So it kept coming to our house, and finally, I just had these face masks just stacking up. And uh, no, you don't want to get that many dead Asian people. You're getting Asian <laughs> ghost. <laughs> yeah, well, the creepiest kind of ghost. I was gonna say, and those Korean fucking horror movies are terrifying. <laughs> yeah. You don't want no Korean ghosts. Uh, <laughs> no, no, because they'll like fuck, like kill you in a way that's like the most damaging to your childhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I had them. I had a few of them in there, uh, and then I just uh, because I figured maybe they were going to someone else in this apartment building, and they just had the wrong number. Yeah. So I just took all of them and just hung them up downstairs on the little uh, the little hook next to the uh, next. <laughs> To the fire extinguisher yeah and i was like somebody will see this and then they got took so hopefully they found their way home that's yeah. so funny but they kept ordering them to my house and i'm just i kept opening them i'm like well let's see if it's something nope nope still nope. a korean face mask <laughs> <laughs> was it to the that. same person every time yeah yeah god i hope it i wish it wasn't that'd be even <laughs> better really weird yeah they're <laughs> yeah they For just real? are intent. No matter who orders them, they send them to Rivers Langley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's the it's the lowest stakes Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they're really trying to tell me something about my facial I skin. I will <laughs> moisturize more. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, ghosts. Okay, I haven't been wearing sunscreen. Yeah. You you caught me. Okay, vitamin C mask. Thank you. <laughs> um, I have a note. Oh yeah. That I wanted to bring up, and it's I only made one note because I wanted to remember somebody's name. Name. and his name is john mugger it's <laughs> john mugger is he one of the magicians no he's ben's fucking chiclet, oh his weird ass friend chiclet tooth ass pill eyes friend oh yeah, i yeah. hated this man death death, death. that yeah, guy he called jonathan unfaithful yeah and i was like fuck off if multiple people <laughs> want to make a podcast i mean a podcast uh, a documentary about you yeah like it's not like it didn't seem that insane to me that jonathan would be like totally go for yeah, it whatever. i love being famous yeah. yeah yeah um uh and he yeah he called him a failure he called ben a failure 75 times that scene in his in in john's apartment where John's talking to Ben and he's like, I mean, you got to quit. Like, what are you, you going to do? And he just has these like twitchy, dead, 
pill addict eyes. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's... And then it pans over, and there's a baby crib in his house. And I was like, this man has a baby. <laughs> it was, I was so upset about it. <laughs> I was like, this is the worst man, and he doesn't deserve a baby. Oh, my God. Was there a reason he kept whispering about death? I think he sucks. I think he, uh, I think he yeah. thinks he's funny. He's trying I, to fuck with Ben. I think, I think he thinks he's funny, and he's friends with the um the the tim and eric guy yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah and so he's like i think he's trying to rise to his level of comedy i don't know what this man does for a living yeah but he yeah it, he's probably something boring <laughs> yeah 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 and it just he's seemed... no chainsaw juggler oh my god oh yeah mad chad hell yeah, yeah. That chainsaw juggler was awesome. Yeah. Mad Chad was the third documentary to be introduced <laughs> in the movie. And he was so nice. Yeah, yeah. The scene where he's like, oh, we're filming. Oh, that's fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? And he was like so nice and so happy. Mm-hmm. And they go to his house and I was like, "What's the, this guy's house is really nice. Like, what yeah. does he do? Yeah. Uh, and then you find out. Boy, I sure found out. <laughs> yeah. I looked at his website. He has a quote from Jay Leno. Oh, of course he <laughs> about does. About how he's insanely hilarious. And I was like, honestly, I'm happy for this guy. Yeah. yeah. I must have seen him on Jay Leno's Tonight Show at some point because that totally has a Jay Leno's Tonight Show vibe. Yeah. And he does mainly like corporate gigs. Yep. Yep. Which makes, so. sense. That makes sense. And that's, I mean, great. Yeah. That makes so much money. Oh, I yeah. bet. Yeah. Good on you. <laughs> You've got a skill. I have I- a friend in new orleans who's who was a professional juggler and i gotta ask him if he knows mad chad (laughs) (laughs) everyone in new orleans has a circus skill Mm -hmm. (laughs) city of circus people (laughs) whenever in one of these kinds of documentaries whenever somebody says that their profession is some kind of performance and you haven't heard of them i always like look them up to be like is it you know yeah because you know like he's making this documentary and then they yeah they go to his house and just the fact that he has a house in los angeles is like okay so he's making a a decent amount of money And it was like beautiful yeah 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 right right and i looked him up and like on imdb it's like he's acted in a few things but not in like 10 years and i was like yeah how does he have this house and then they get to the juggling i'm like ah Good for, yeah. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good on you. Yeah. He probably had a Vegas show too, I bet. Yeah. I yeah. bet so, yeah. Man. That's probably how he knows Jonathan, huh? I wish I didn't do comedy. I wish I developed a skill that was <laughs> chainsaw juggling. Lucrative. Yeah. 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 I wish I developed a circus skill that was weird. Mm-hmm. Never too late. What, it, <laughs> what, yeah, what would everybody, if you could if have, you a circus skill? have a circus skill? Man, I don't know. I mean, juggling is a pretty fun one. Fire breathing. No. 100% fire breathing. Think about the people who do that. Uh, yeah, I mean... I, Your community would be nightmares in utila kilts. <laughs> <laughs> who says I'm not heading that direction in my, in my I, old age? I got here today. I got to Los Angeles today, and we went to Little Tokyo, and there was a man watercoloring... Um, an extremely Japanese looking thing. And he was just an extremely Irish man in a utility kilt. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like taking phone calls in his AirPods, like business phone calls while watercoloring, like anime girls. Ooh, hell yeah. And I was like, what? 
I we have to go. <laughs> I made a mistake coming back yeah. here. Yeah, I guess I'd have to shave the beard. I don't think you can. I think that's a fire hazard. If you're utility killed and a beard. No, if you're blowing fire, like your oh. face might catch on fire. I was like, I was like, I'm ready to follow, but I don't know where it's going. Tell oh, yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, you can't have a beard. You do. That's a shame. Yeah, your whole face would burst yeah. into flames. Then back. I'll go stilts. Stilts is a good Stilts one. Stilts guy, I'm kind huh? of blanking on a lot of circus skills. I mean, I, I a was unicycle very, would I was be very, fun. I was very jealous uh-huh. of when you were in Montreal and you kept uh, showing oh, the cowboy the cowboy guys on the stilts. I was like, I that, hated them. I was like, oh, that's what I want to do. <laughs> you were annoyed by it, but I was like, I'll, I'd be there if I could. Well, because they were laughing in French. <laughs> and they and they had these little squirt guns that they would squirt you i said this the last episode yeah I think, but they would truly squirt you in the restaurant and it's like i'm eating <laughs> don't uh, i hate it here see i'd have a if it was me i'd have a squirt gun a barbecue sauce and then i'd just hit your food at the restaurant and be like <laughs> well that's because you're a fun barbecue man not an unfunny french clown <laughs> oh no, i'd pretend to be french how do you like the barbecue rivers this is steering back into nightmare territory (laughs) (laughs) why can't you just be the fun barbecue man that you are no french that's who you actually are must be french (laughs) i do the french like barbecue i feel like they don't um (laughs) i feel like if they do it's like one spare rib on a huge plate They, I would imagine dusted with parsley. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm imagining them thinking it's very gluttonous to eat that much meat while yeah. they're eating a whole baguette and a whole wheel of cheese and a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, and no deodorant. Oh man, just <laughs> farting all day. I got in legitimate and not pooping trouble at my aunt's house in France because I showered every day. Oh, wow. oh my god. Which whatever, maybe maybe there's like some environmental reason i'm not supposed to do that um and trust me i've grown out of it uh but (laughs) i work from home i never shower uh but um yeah i remember she yelled at me for that she's like you're wasting my water wow you ungrateful american (laughs) oh Um, come on um who else Uh, mad chad was my favorite person Mm -hmm. in this movie mad (laughs) chad yeah he was so i was just like i all right here's the movie (laughs) yeah 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 this is the second one very nice man juggles scary objects yeah (laughs) Yeah. i liked the shout out to tommy cooper uh tommy cooper is the the english uh uh, magician and comedian who died on stage and then they show us him dying and no one i did not want to see that footage yeah (laughs) you know uh, tommy cooper's story is really really incredible i actually i am wondering if there's a good tommy cooper documentary because his his story is so incredible uh but yeah that particular part i've i've uh i've you can read it one of two ways i think tommy cooper would have found that delightful <laughs> that yeah, he really because he was that i don't kind know of, anything about him he was that kind of comedian where yeah. like he loved fucking with people yeah. and so the fact that people were laughing and applauding when he was straight up dead is i think fitting for him for him he's an angel above it he like, would yeah, he all would, right if <laughs> anyone would find that hilarious it would be tommy cooper uh, yeah anyway yeah y'all look up some stuff about tommy cooper he's great yeah you should do a good steep dive yeah well they did one on the dollop uh, oh did they yeah the, oh, that's okay. the, the i'm not gonna be able to beat that so uh sure. yeah it's uh, it, the tommy cooper dollop is very good i'm really having some headphone problems here can you tell oh okay talk <laughs> for a minute i'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> fix them fix them phones um <laughs> Yeah, no, I think, uh, 
yeah, that was my only other note. Oh, also, uh, Huke Lan, that uh, that restaurant they go to. Whoa, uh, I did want to go. I want to go there. Huke Lao. Huke Lao. Oh yeah. Oh wait. Oh, that's a year. Huke Lao. was the place that they that he did his first show at in Vegas. Yeah, it was like his a, first comeback oh, show. At. It was like okay. a mid size, like it looked to be like t- uh, uh, like a oh tiki sort of like I only Hawaiian. I recognized the word Huke Lao from like. 50s era white people Hawaiian music. Right, right. Where yeah, it's they like say a, that word, but I don't know what it means. It's like a dinner theater, yeah. basically. Okay. Yeah, but it looked cool. I was like, oh shit, if I was going to go to Vegas, like that's the shit I never that's get to the, see. That's the Vegas I want to go experience. Yeah. And I've never gotten that. Every time I've been to Vegas, it's like the closest you get to that is that Fremont Street, like downtown yeah. area. And even that's kind of bullshitty. Like I want to see the dirty, like weird Vegas, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I also I would like to see think that exists i bet i could plan a good vegas we should do listen let's do a live episode i, I would also like to see <laughs> yeah. i would also like to see uh dirty vegas the uh days go by uh djs uh yeah so cool <laughs> didn't want to let that moment pass no yeah of I course said, i accidentally said dirty if we vegas. do a group trip to vegas i'm demanding that we see terry fader together <laughs> <laughs> days go by and still i think of you we're gonna have to pay for that now oh uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> the nine inch nails is cool though yeah, we're yeah, good yeah, with yeah, that yeah, yeah, and yeah. the hundreds of other songs yeah. i've played on this podcast by the um, way do you want to hear something sad about nine inch nails that i literally just put together today the i always thought <laughs> when they said nine inch nails they were talking about fingernails are they talking about jesus being crucified no they're just talking about well i mean possibly but they're just talking about nails like hammer uh. and nails I think they are talking about Jesus being crucified. Okay. I think they're being edgy. Oh. Yeah. I but assume I have, was, uh, that's what I assume is that. It's I have being always interpreted it as being fingernails until today. I'll be mm. honest. That's crazy that you thought that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I, I did remember, when I was like nine. I just remember them get, you remember yeah. them Guinness Book of World Records you'd get where it had the ladies with the long curly yeah. ass fingernails. Yeah. They would like they would like go down and then curl around at the end. That's what I was like. That's what I always imagined. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's. That's not cool, though. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I just thought it was like, oh, you're like so, you don't give a shit at all. You're into circus freaks. The whole world is sucks, so you just f- say, fuck it, man, and let your nails go. This is That is not a good rebellion. <laughs> 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 your bar is pretty low here. Yeah, in this. yeah you know, I didn't think it through. I love things like that, things that you thought as a child and then didn't bother to question <laughs> yeah. until you're in your 30s and you're like, oh, no, wait. <laughs> yeah. This was today. They I referenced... Think, I think something weird. Okay, Oops. so today, this is a, not quite that, but just today, my brother was insisting to me that he had never heard of New Balance. <laughs> Fuck that. Come on, Pear. What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> Get out of here, Pear. My brother's 34. <laughs> yeah. And he's insisting... That he's never heard of New Balance mm. in a non-bit way. Uh. I mean, I can see like not <laughs> paying attention at stores, I guess. But what about the like scandal? Yeah, yeah. What about Willie Nelson endorsing them back in the day? But at a, at a certain, <laughs> yeah, what about it? That's where I became aware of them. My dad wore them because he has wide ass feet, and Willie Nelson uh, uh, w- is, I think, still an active like. Well, they're made in America, and uh, you know, I understand sure. not paying attention at stores, but at a certain point, like you've just heard of Asics, you've heard of New Balance. Yeah. Like, New Balance feels like the more famous one. Of, yeah, yeah, like definitely, they're yeah. up there with Nike. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's weird. 
pear. I know. So I guess he's been <laughs> fucking stupid this whole time. <laughs> His Mandela effect is that he's <laughs> the only one who thinks New Balance <laughs> yeah. doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's something we all made up to yeah. fuck with him. <laughs> New Balance, you mean that movie that uh, Sinbad was in in the 90s? <laughs> oh, New Balance, that guy who killed Nelson Mandela in jail? <laughs> <laughs> New Balance, you mean the Baron Steen Bears? Yeah. <laughs> no, no pair, no. No, just never mind. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, okay, do you have any notes? We should wrap this up. We've been talking for two I hours. I just can't imagine that I do. <laughs> uh, this movie's so crazy. I, it's great. I, I don't. I actually mm-hmm. don't know how to do the three sentence thing this time because yeah. I had so many more. Than oh, I can. Easy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, the Amazing Jonathan documentary is a movie about how the annual magic convention is not called Magic the Gathering. <laughs> <laughs> when that scene was on, I, I turned to Alex and went, why don't we ever go to this? <laughs> he was like, I want to. <laughs> I was like, okay. Oh, man, the old he man knew, in a full-on wizard costume. He knew every magician by name. Whoa. The second he saw them, he was like, oh, that's... And I was like, I, boy. <laughs> <laughs> did wow. you know that about him? No, I did not. I mean, Ooh, I knew... Sorry. Well, <laughs> I knew he... <laughs> liked magic yeah. tricks yeah <laughs> uh-huh but that's it that's all i knew um so i think dude, i have maybe a magician in my family uh, what really yeah i come from a magic family <laughs> <laughs> yeah my my um my step grandfather was president of the magic castle for a while whoa Ooh. no shit yeah roy zimmerman was his name he was an old magician because my dad sent me my dad was texting me all these photos the other day of his wedding i don't know why uh it happened (laughs) 25 years ago Uh, but he was just like texting me all these photos um and i kept i go oh my god you have these photos i want to see the one of me holding the doll because i wore a dress that matched my oh wow (laughs) like hat and all oh Oh, shit um but he couldn't find that but he found a photo of of my step-grandfather like he did magic tricks pretty much the entire wedding. <laughs> so it's just me and my cousin being like, wow, while he's like shaking cards at us. <laughs> he, um, he just couldn't stop finding coins behind never, everybody's ears. <laughs> I never went to the magic castle though because I was too young and a girl. Oh, shit. And they didn't like those things. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it was, there was like, boys were allowed to go at a certain age and then girls, the age was like a little bit older for some reason. I don't know. I didn't, I was too young to like fully understand. <laughs> But um, I wasn't allowed to go. Wow, because if anybody's <laughs> responsible, it's young boys. Yeah. They're, they're really the most well-behaved fucking humans. Young boys that are into magic, there is like a stoic vibe <laughs> about it. Yeah, I think oh, anybody they, who's into magic at a young age. They want to teach their fingers to do something weird. Yeah. But I think... Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I want to tell a quick story about the magic castle. Yes. Um. This is a story, actually. This is uh, Max Skolnick's story. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you guys know him. Anyway, he's just a guy. <laughs> we know him. Okay. Yeah. You know Max? Yeah, don't we? Uh, Skolnick? Didn't, Skolnick? He, didn't he always... No, maybe I don't. Uh, hey, he... Max. How are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, he worked with uh, Josh and, and yeah, Lopez. Yeah, didn't he come around the yeah, house Yeah, yeah, he would come around yeah. the house. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. we, we know that guy. He's oh, nice. Yeah. Was he at so the he... really drunk night next door? 
Uh, uh, probably. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I think I remember that. Okay. Um, I'd he, love to talk yeah. more about the really drunk night, but go on. So he went to the Magic Castle, and he went to this this show where this 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 uh, magician would always open with like this same joke, which yeah. was like you'd tell the whole audience like think of a number one through five, and then you'd guess a number, and of course the joke is like obviously somebody's gonna like have that when it's a whole audience that has fucking yeah. five numbers. Yeah. And he goes, all right, so <clears throat> think of a number one through five. Is it three? And one guy in the back goes, Holy shit! What? Whoa! And everyone's just looking at him like, Oh my god, you fucking idiot. <laughs> like this magician like doesn't know how to react or he's like, I, I have to do my show now. And no one's ever reacted in this insane way to a dumb joke. See, I would have just assumed that's the plant. Like that's a yeah. that's almost an amazing Jonathan thing. Yeah, to, to have, have a, a plant to like way that. overreact to something yeah. stupid is very amazing, Jonathan. Have you been to the Magic Castle? Uh, I have not. No. Okay. Yeah. Having been there, the, yeah. most of those shows like are pretty small and kind of corny. Pretty traditional. Yeah. yeah like yeah. kind of like kind of corny like birthday yeah magic sure. kind of stuff like not the kind of thing where they would have they'd have a plants. plant yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like a lot of like old men who have been doing this for 50 years right and this doing... is their social club kind of yeah yeah, yeah. I don't, do they i don't do they make i don't know what the financial situation is at know. the magic castle i can't imagine they make it's I probably assume. similar to the comedy store yeah. where they pay yeah, them absolutely. basically fucking nothing that's what i assume but there's yeah. except they're all 70 years yeah. old <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, and so they, they they do whatever these like card tricks they've been doing since they were sixteen and yeah. they're now seventy three. You know, yeah. so they like kind of like half care about what they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> it's not at all the kind of show where they would do that. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah that it's sucks. yeah. I'm sure it was like some yeah like sixty year old. I'd love to yeah. see a good magic show. I think it would be fun. Yeah, I think. I mean, it's cool. You know, it's dorky. Uh huh. But yeah. it's but kind it's, of it's really I, cool yeah. when people do it well, and it's like. I don't know. I mean, even just training your hands to yeah to have that kind of oh, yeah, dexterity yeah, is I so love cool. Magic. Yeah. yeah. So David Copperfield Rivers show is glazing over awesome. there. Yeah, no, I go like, to the I go to the pen, I go to the like the Penn and Teller show. I think. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. want. I've heard the David Copperfield show is really cool. Oh, I'm sure. It, it, yeah, I went. And, uh, he came to Fargo when I was in high school, and yeah. I went. And yeah, it is. He does like very. He made like, the prairie disappear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he turned it into a giant metropolis. <laughs> he turned the prairie into the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. I know it's just a fucking mirror. <laughs> Get that out of here. Yeah, he does like very grand, large scale magic. Yeah, like yeah. even for a stage show, it's yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh man, to see. I'd, I'd go see that shit. You know, actually, the one guy at the Magic Castle who was like really cool was like not even a magic thing that he was doing. He was like he was the only one who was like really enthusiastic and engaged yeah. with everyone. He was a math professor who's like a magic enthusiast. And I love so, that. That's yeah. very sweet. <laughs> and so he would just like, like his whole thing was that, I think maybe he did like some whatever, like simple magic at the beginning, yeah. but like his big thing was that he would bring somebody up to like do a calculation on a calculator. Oh, somebody was telling me this at the other door. I, I was yeah. at the other door uh, shooting the shit. I think Ed Greer was telling me about this shit. And this was actually like really cool. And then he would have somebody like yell out uh, like a, some math problem to do. Mm-hmm. And he would solve it before the person could do it on their calculator. Yeah, yeah. And he'd yeah. just do it time and time and time again. And it was like, 
whoa, this is actually like really fucking cool. Yeah. It's like, not only is this not a trick, it's just like, just watching just like, somebody oh, be like really good at something. Genius. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, that's, that's where you brought that up. I think I was talking, I believe it was Ed Greer, uh-huh. uh, who hosts the, uh, Nerd Goat, uh, podcast. He was at the mic over at, uh, Other Door telling me exactly about this dude just being able to do crazy calculations yeah. and just like being basically the most entertaining thing at the magic castle oh, yeah. so that's awesome oh that sounds so cool yeah yeah i would l- i mean i'd go to any kind of show mm. uh but yeah. <laughs> except stand up yeah. Uh, yeah. um but i think i think i don't know yeah i think it's cool i mean you also have to be such a good actor because mm-hmm. they really do have to trick you and i'm i don't know it's yeah. interesting i'm not making an interesting point uh, <laughs> uh okay i guess i have to sum it up uh the amazing Jonathan documentary is about how documentaries are just exploitation <laughs> yeah. of people who are interesting. Deconstruction. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, my, that's mine. Mine is uh, you should watch the amazing Jonathan <laughs> documentary. Uh, you should uh, put some pants on your baby if you're going to take a picture of it and put it up publicly. Definitely. And uh, meth leads to dubstep music. Okay. <laughs> wow. Very good ending. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, good that you were here live for this episode because I think once this goes up, Rivers and I are canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to be here for the very yeah. end. Um, I'm in town to throw your funerals. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Okay, well, hey, this was fun. Thanks for doing it, River. It was Thanks fun. Thank you. It, everybody. Mm-hmm. This was fun to be in town for it. Um, Rick, where can people find your business? Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Rivers Langley. Check out the podcast. It's called The Goods from the Woods. comes out every Tuesday on iTunes and all the other places. And you can find me every third Friday at Burbank Moose Lodge calling the action at Wrestling Pro Wrestling. Hell yeah. Luke. Which we just oh. had last month, the WWE champion, oh. uh, Kofi Kingston, came and watched the show oh, that's so wearing fun. a full tracksuit with <laughs> pancakes, delicious pancakes wow. on his tracksuit. And rolls. after the Incredible. show, I got a picture with him. Um, yeah. I try not to be a fucking mark, but I was like, hey, the champ is here. I got to get a photo. Yeah. yeah. And he was just like, hey, man, I just want to say it was like really fun. And I was like, oh, shit. It means a lot. He's a fan of me. <laughs> yeah. He liked me. <laughs> And uh, and he was also like, oh, and I like your uh, I like your bolo tie. And I was like, ah, oh, my friend Monica. He's a fan of me. Yeah, he's a fan of you. So you can say that your uh, stained glass uh, yeah. uh, art is uh, uh, co-signed by WWE champion Kofi Kingston. I'm gonna put a quote. I'm gonna put a quote from him. On yeah, I put yeah. WWE. I like champion. your bolo tie. I, I like your bolo tie, <laughs> Kofi Kingston. Yeah, he said that shit. So um, amazing, uh, Luke. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Luke F. Jensen. Great. Way to top rivers. Uh, <laughs> uh, great. I'm Mighty Monica. going to burn this <laughs> fucking apartment building down. <laughs> I'm Mighty Monica. It's Monica with a K. And hey, thank you so much for listening. Yeah.